What would you give to increase sales by 8% at your restaurant? Restaurants leveraging the power of Yelp Guest Manager paired with Yelp ads. Enjoy up to an 8% monthly lift in diner bookings through Yelp. It makes sense, right? Millions of people use Yelp every day to find restaurants, and they're using that same trusted platform to book reservations and add themselves to wait lists. Your restaurant could be busier today. To learn more, visit restaurants.yelp.com forward slash podcast or call 877-571-9357 and quote podcast. Yelp Internal Data 2021. Based on average results from a sample study of restaurants with guest manager that purchased Yelp ads between April and July 2021 in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and New York City. Results may vary. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with industry expert Sean DeVries, we're unpacking the tactics, tools, and strategies used by million-dollar marketing agencies to improve your restaurant. Join us today to get an actionable tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today, we're talking about how to not overspend on your next build-out. Yeah, Sean, tell me. Mate, we have got, we have got, I've devised a six. This is, we're going to nut it out today, Josh. We're going to nut it out. So I've got a six step plan to not overspend in your venue, right? So number one, do your research on what you want. Understand your location, your customers, your local demographic. That is probably the one that most owners, when they come to me and they talk about their concept, they absolutely miss the mark. Step two, set your true goals and choose a concept. Make sure it's a concept which works for you and that you understand. The amount of people that come to me with concepts that they don't understand, that they've just sat in and thinks is a good concept, but they've done not enough research in, is pretty high. Step three, establish a budget. This goes without saying, but having a budget for a venue and making it realistic. And realistic for you, right? Like the higher the spend goes, either the more money you're going to have to put out or the more investors you're going to have to be involved. And having more investors involved is sometimes not a positive thing, depending on who those investors are. Step four, reach out to professional designers and shop fitters. Making sure you use professionals will make sure you have much more of trust in the actual concept and the opening budget and time frame that you actually need. I see so many people that use graciously, like people they know as contractors and shop fitters and that kind of stuff, but they aren't able to clarify with them how the concept's actually going, you'll have blowouts and lead times. It just leads to a couple of challenges. Step five, avoid restaurant complication delays. Be prepared with local regulations to avoid being delayed in the process. Nothing is worse than starting to build a venue and then having someone from the health department or the liquor co-op telling you you need to adjust something in your design and you can't trade for a period of time. I have walked in and taken over concepts where this has happened before. It is a massive waste of time and a massive waste of money. Make sure you're prepared. And then the last one, step six, is don't rush it. If you try to rush a venue fit out, it'll always cost you more money. Now, in different parts of the country, in different parts of the world, like it will take different amounts of time to do a concept, right? The more detailed a concept, the longer it obviously take. Most concepts, most design fit outs in Australia, will take anywhere from sort of six to 12 weeks. I know through Southeast Asia, when I've worked in there, they take three weeks. It really just depends. I'm sure America's around the same. But in most parts of the world for venues, it ranges from those sort of periods of time. 
But think about the whole process, right? So from concept creation to opening day will usually take around six to nine months if you're starting this from scratch. So keep that time frame in mind. Making a great concept will always take a good amount of time. You said a couple of times that this goes without saying and that goes without saying. <laughs> I don't know if it actually goes without saying, especially if the audience is my younger self. Um, <laughs> so here are my hurdles with this. Number one, you can't change your mind. Like you have to be sure because it's the change orders that'll nickel and dime you to death. Correct. Oh, we want to put stainless steel on that wall too. I mean, do you? Can we do that later? Yeah. Must that be done now, mm, right? Mm. We want to repave the bathroom floors. Must you? How many people are actually looking down? Like there's so many little things that we do like, oh, and then we got a great idea. And then, oh, you know, we could actually put a floating oyster bar over here. And we're in love with these ideas as opposed to being really rigorous about saying, this is the budget. This is what it looks like. We can always go back and change small things later. Mm. And then the other thing that I would say, this is just based off my own personal experience is from an aesthetic standpoint, you've got to be super clear from the beginning. When we opened that fine dining restaurant, I didn't actually intend to open a fine dining restaurant. It was just that by the time we had chosen all of the individual elements throughout this nine-month process, it was too nice to be what we had intended it to be. Mm. So we had to elevate the menu because we love beautiful things, but that's not what this was intended to be. And so we had to come up with a new name. We had to come up with a new culinary offering six weeks before we open. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. and so you have to be, and you're like, oh my God, really? Yes, yes, that's really what happened. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but what it speaks to is that there wasn't a cohesive vision from the beginning that we stuck to. There was a cohesive vision from the beginning that we kept deviating to, either through ideology or aesthetic selections, or through multiple change orders. Yeah, And ultimately, I think that that's the death of it. I mean, to button it up, I think what you said first is what's most important. You've got a plan to succeed by creating a successful plan. Yeah, 100%. And you've got to know when to say no and know when to stop. Like, trust in your concept, know that it's going to go forward, stop doing too much research, know when to stop and just push. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.